Welcome to the Moving Up Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Wilson, CEO of the Wilson Group Real Estate Services, and my passion is creating success in people by sharing my experiences in real estate, entrepreneurship, and community involvement. My partner, Heather Wimbrod, and I will be hearing from expert leaders in these spaces and giving you practical advice to help you accelerate your business. So pull up a seat because we are about to have a lot of fun. It's time for you to move up. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome to a another exciting podcast of the Moving Up podcast. And Heather and I are very excited, as we always are, with our guests because our guests bring so much knowledge, information, and wisdom that we hope to put out to you guys. And today is no exception. We have the Executive Director, CEO of the Greater Nashville Realtors, Jaron Springer, with us today. And Jaron, we are delighted. Welcome. Yeah, welcome. Yeah, thanks, Christy. I pr- really appreciate being here with you today, it's always an honor for me to be able to say that I work for Greater Nashville Realtors, for the real estate community here in Middle Tennessee, and I'm always very prideful to say, yeah, I'm the CEO of Greater Nashville Realtors. It's a real honor to work for you and all of the members. As we were talking earlier, it blows my mind that you've been at that role for 10 years. Yeah. I mean, it feels like yesterday to me. Coming up in February, February. it'll be 10 years. It's been a great 10 years. Wow, congratulations. Fortunate to, uh, I'm a Nashville native, been here my whole life, and my wife's from here, and Uh it's it's very fortunate to be employed here in Nashville. What a great town to live in. Well, I know on 10-year anniversaries, you're supposed to be getting an eternity ring. Do you think the board's giving you an eternity ring? Well, now they know they should, I guess, right? (laughs) Yeah, right? I'll drop a little note. (laughs) (laughs) So we're here today to talk a lot about what Greater National Realtors are, trade associations, et cetera. And that's your background as trade associations, Jaron. I'm probably one of the few people you'll meet that intentionally sought out working at an association. Most people kind of fall into that somehow. Yeah. And I set forth into that right out of college and was able to get a job in a, at an association. And here I am 24 years later, I Man. guess, working in trade associations. So that in and of itself is interesting. What prompted you to go into the association world? Sure. In college, I actually worked for the Home Builders Association in Tuscaloosa. So Uh I went to the University of Alabama. I know that suits you well as a Tennessee fan. (laughs) (laughs) uh, In Tuscaloosa, I was able to to work there. That was prompted by an advisor when I was trying to figure out what the heck to do with my life. Talked about things I enjoyed doing. My father was in politics, served as an elected official as a state senator here in Tennessee. So I had kind of an exposure to that advocacy arm of things that combined with meeting planning, uh, with just general networking uh, type of things, planning events. The advisor said, maybe you'd be good at this and got this job. He actually was a member of that home builders group. So I was an intern there. And then when I got out of college, came back home, started networking with the Tennessee Society of Association Executives, and then got a job with the, actually the Tennessee Grocery and Convenience Store Association, and was there for 14 years and had nine years as the executive director there. My goodness. Well, I knew you were with the Tennessee Grocers Association. I had no idea that this was an intentional path. As intentional as those paths can be, uh, there's a lot of luck involved in getting opportunities. And I was very fortunate to have opportunities come my way, including the one that found me 10 years ago. Well, and how lucky we are. So talk to us a little bit about the Greater Nashville Realtors and what it is. You know, when I talk about trade associations back to 
just talking about associations overall. I say this in new member orientation, so if any of the listeners have, have gone through that under my tenure, there's a trade association for everything. And I always like to point out that we're fortunate here in the United States of America to have those opportunities to have freedom to petition our government and freedom to come together as a group. And those are those are rights that we have here that not all countries have. And we tend to take that for granted sometimes. And that is the premise behind associations. We have the right to assemble and the right to petition our government. And that's kind of what associations do. And that's a lot of what Greater Nashville Realtors does, Tennessee Realtors and the National Association of Realtors. And so I like to step back and say, you know, look at this as, wow, imagine if you didn't have the right to come together as a group. Let's let's call it an umbrella mm-hmm. that competitors get together and do something together. There's many countries where they Please disperse. You are not able to do that. And here in the United States, that's just such a normal thing to us. But that's the premise. That's why associations tend to be more popular here in the U.S. It's kind of the the place where most associations thrive because of some of those basic rights that we have. So I always like to remind people of looking at an association as something that, wow, I should be fortunate to even be able to do that. And also to step back and say, if it didn't exist, probably on day one after it not existing— someone would get together and say, we should figure out a way to work together mm-hmm. yeah. to do something good for our industry. And so I think that's important perspective on associations. But as far as Greater Nashville Realtors go, we are a part of a what in the association world is called a federation, a three-tier agreement between the National Association, the Tennessee Realtors, and then there are close to a thousand local associations like Greater Nashville Realtors in the, in the country. We are somewhere about the 55th largest with our 6,900 members. And with that, we're the largest in Tennessee as well. So all the uh, local realtor associations come in varying sizes, very, very small, up to 40 and 50,000. So Greater Nashville Realtors provides, you know, the four pillars that you're very familiar with and professional development, professional standards, the code of ethics, what I call fun stuff, networking, events, opportunities, communication, information back and forth. And most importantly, back to those basic rights I was mentioning is advocacy and being able to work together to talk to government officials about what I call educating them. Lobbying and government affairs is not a dirty word. That's not a bad thing. Everyone should be a part of a special interest group, we'll call it, because we all have special interests and we all need to be represented in that. And most people are in some way or another. And uh, I think the Realtor Association is one of the best of all the industries in, in doing that work. And one of the reasons it attracted me to work for the Realtor Association overall, I think advocacy is a big part of that. And I know this year, so the Greater Nashville Realtors has always had their governmental Affairs or Legislative Committee. And this year, the membership and the board of directors have really listened to what the members want and have strategically changed what that looks like. Yeah, so now the Legislative Committee is known as the Government Affairs and Policy Committee. And more importantly is it is going to be structured so it is a set number of people on that committee. There's 15 on that committee. The concept is there's five, there's diff- three three sets there. Some 
like five, five, and five. So there's somebody in their first term, somebody that's two years in, and somebody that's three years in. So the idea is you serve three years in that role, and it's constantly rotating and getting a fresh five every year. That's going to take us a few years to get into that cycle. A lot of that comes from our our association has grown quite a bit. So if we've mentioned that me being here for 10 years, we'll just use that as a relative timeline. When I started 10 years ago, that would have been February of 2014, a little bit different of a market then, and number of realtors. We had 2,850 members then, so less than half the size that we are now. So with that, you get more member participation, more people involved, those kind of things in an association you need to grow. And something that we've worked on for several years is a member engagement program. How do, how do members best engage, especially when you start to get to this size that we are now? And so with a part of that, we're breaking down each committee and what is the best use of a member's time if they sign up for something. And so we have structured this, particularly we started with the legislative committee because advocacy is such an important part that if you are participating on that committee, we want it to be useful time spent. If you get too many people on a committee, I think we've all been there, it doesn't function very well. And so we also need that committee to function at its highest level because advocacy is what I would consider our top pillar that Mm -hmm. we're acting upon. So yeah, that committee is looking a little different this year. And I think it's going to be productive for the people on the committee. It's going to be productive for the board of directors to get recommendations from that committee. It's going to allow them to act proactively more often than defensively, like we can be sometimes when you've got a large group. And the expectation for individuals in that room more than ever will be, hey, you're in here representing all the members and acting upon what's best for the industry overall, and most importantly for property owners and and the clients that you all have. Right, because the association is set up, too, for advocating for home ownership and home ownership rights. And A lot of times people have no idea that that's one of the biggest reasons that we exist is to advocate for that. And as a realtor, I'm looking forward to seeing how that progresses. Well, we appreciate your help. You were much involved as as we had a number of members involved in that member engagement task force and particularly the government affairs and policy committee. So thank you for your efforts helping us that. It's always great to have someone like yourself involved in making the association better. I've always said, and I believe to my core is in real estate, we're, it's an interesting field where your colleagues are also your competition. Right. And we work together for the common good of our clients. So, and it's so much fun to network with our agent friends outside of our own offices and just get to know each other because it's so much easier to do a deal when you're working with another agent that you know, like, and trust. Mm-hmm. Just like how our clients choose us because yeah. they know, like, and trust us. And of course, one of my favorite parts of Greater National Realtors are the events. And I know we had a membership luncheon, which I hated that I couldn't attend. And Heather was sick that day. Right. Um, I watched it, though. So thank you so much for recording yeah, that and pushing that out. Those. Because Still that available, was great yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to be able to watch. Yeah. On our website, mm-hmm. under events tab, I believe, under events, and you go to that board installation, it's there. So it was a great session. Hi, I'm Harry Allen, co-founder and chief relationship officer of Studio Bank. Studio Bank is passionate about what our members create, and we're here to support you through the process. We provide capital and services to build businesses. We offer mortgage and home loan options, whether you're a first-time home buyer or purchasing your fifth home. We work with artists to reach their audiences. We help nonprofits transform our community. And often, the most important work we do 
is simply empowering individuals to pursue their dreams. We're here because what you create matters. Let's create something together. Visit studiobank.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, NMLS number 176-1767. So I just want to give a big shout out to Brad Copeland, who's our outgoing president, who did a wonderful job. I just love his wife, Molly Mitchell. I'm throwing this out to you, Molly. She and I just completed a transaction together last month. And my goodness, had there been anyone else on the other side of the deal, who knows what could have happened. She was a true pro and we got to get excited for Brad as he was rolling towards the end and excited to welcome Kevin Wilson. No relation, although he could be my little brother, I guess, Yeah, <laughs> but my mom wouldn't know. <laughs> I'll tell you a, a cool little fact between Brad and Kevin though, is that they were born on the same day, the same year. They are the exact same age. Really? Oh, wow. Same hospital? Don't believe so. Okay. <laughs> that is a fun one's fact. One's East Tennessee, one's Kentucky. But yeah, it's a fun little fact. They figured out in the last few years and serving together, celebrating birthdays. And then yeah. they, they asked what yeah. year and they went, oh my gosh. That so, is funny. Yeah. So as CEO, and now you're moving into your 10th year of this, I know that you get a new president each year. And every personality of each new president is very different. Sometimes the personalities on the board can be a little bit different. How do you tuck and roll through that? Sorry, I didn't even prepare you for that question, but that's just a curiosity question no, I have. I get to think about that a lot because I live it every yeah, day yeah. on a regular <laughs> basis. But what I would say is that could be a lot more difficult if there wasn't the culture and professionalism that realtors, brokers in this community have, which creates leaders that run for the board, get elected by the members, and then ultimately move up into positions of being an officer and then up the ranks to ultimately becoming the president of the association is because of all of that. And I do say, I think it starts in the community of brokers. What I've learned over the years is there's a very unique community here of working together, picking up the phone, working through things. We're a big, small town. And that in itself, I think, has been a part of why the culture at Greater Nashville Realtors is what it is. And therefore, when presidents come through, yes, everybody has personalities. Yes, that's a positive thing. The turnover, the, we've never had a, unless you go back to the very, very beginning of the association in 1891, there was a few years where a gentleman served multiple years. But outside of that, nobody has repeated. That is such a healthy environment for an mm -hmm. association to have that turnover of people serving and then moving through that ranks, and we still turn to past presidents when we're able to and we need that. But that is a healthy thing. And so that makes it much easier because those presidents come in with the attitude of, where are we right now in the strategic plan? And what do we need to accomplish during my year based on that strategic plan as opposed to, oh, it's my show now and I get to do what I want to. That's a very... That's a very unhealthy environment. Mm -hmm. So we have a culture of how do you pick up the torch and move forward? And we're structured in a way that it's a long, it's a, it's a, can be a long road to that. But presidents say, I feel well prepared. That was a number of years, but because I went through that, I'm well prepared to lead in this moment that I wouldn't have been otherwise. It's pretty easy to deal with that because of that culture. Yeah. So with Kevin, and we'll probably talk to Kevin at some point too, do you guys have any big plans for 2024? The member engagement work that we've done over the last couple of years, which started with, with some, some groups that we polled, some members that we 
we polled and asked some opinions from them. Very interesting there. This has been a while, but one of the groups we, we got together, a small group, a focus group, was people that weren't involved at all. Because what a better group to ask if you're trying to increase member engagement of people that choose not to be involved. Mm-hmm. It was the biggest turnout. It's very, it's oh, very ironic nice. to, to ask people that don't do don't involve themselves for whatever reason to come and do a focus group. They were like the most active participants. So that's the kind of info we were getting to help us work through this. With all of that being said, it's a big plan in itself to think how can we better structure our association to have the best member engagement opportunities. And that's hard to put its finger on because there are a lot of different ways. Maybe, you know, right now we focused on this legislative committee, which is now Government Affairs and Policy Committee. This year, we have some other committees that we're going to look at to see how can we best structure those for the best member engagement for committees. But member engagement is not just committee work. It's There are other, other ways that people engage. And so working through that plan is going to be a lot of 2024. Quite honestly, that's not real flashy kind of things. That's foundational things because we're working towards the long-term good of the association with that. So I'd say that's going to be a focus of Kevin's and really everybody's attention this year. That's a, that's a big one that we can't just sit on the shelf and forget about. Right. Heather and I, one of our very first episodes, and then I think we've redone another one was consistency is key Mm -hmm. and it's, it's not sexy. It's not crazy. It's not fireworks going off, but man, it gets the job done and does get you to the next level every time. Yeah. It's one of my favorite uh, words. Yeah. It's the biggest compliment (laughs) to me. If somebody tells me I'm consistent. You, you are. You are. And the association is consistent, too, in the goods that they deliver. And it's always a joy to go to one of the events there. It's always well put on, mm-hmm. fun, interesting. So y'all do a yeah. great job. Thank you. I'm going to ask one quick question. We know that there have been a lot of lawsuits or a big lawsuit and copycat lawsuits coming mm-hmm. out. Does the association play a role in this? As a broker, I'm watching. I backed off a little bit because, like we mentioned, Jaron, this is years out and what's going to happen. But what are your thoughts from the association level? Yeah. And so the event we talked about earlier in the video, we mentioned that was all about the facing the Mm -hmm. future of the MLS was the name of that. And so a lot of that is what's happening based on these lawsuits. No matter what happens in the lawsuits, it's changing, right? The conversations are changing. The structure of how Brokers need to be talking to their agents, making sure they understand how things work. That's changing no matter what. The MLS is needing to make adjustments. Realtrax is making adjustments now. So no matter how a case win, lose, whatever happens, there are going to be changes. But as you know, change is constant. There's always something yeah. happening. This is a big something, but there's always something there. As far as the, the local associations go, NAR is named in these suits. There was a case in Missouri, so NAR lost that one via jury. They're going to appeal that. That could take a couple of years. That's going to go to a panel of judges. Some people feel like the judges will be more business-friendly than the jury were that were mostly renters and really had no experience even buying or selling a home and what what that might happen. But that's going to take a while to turn out. There's a case in Illinois that's similar that's going to be running through. But now you're seeing copycat cases in some states. So Texas was one, South Carolina, I believe, and Georgia most recently some which consider copycat cases that are coming down. And and for some of those, uh, some MLSs are named, brokerages are named, and Texas, the Texas uh, Association of Realtors is named. And so as far as Greater Nashville Realtors is concerned, we've got to think about, okay, you know, what 
what the what ifs. What yeah. what if this comes to us? You can't really stop that right from on. happening if somebody names you in a case and, and what happens with that. Obviously the real tracks is we're shareholders and owning that as a regional MLS. I don't want to speculate as to what would happen there, but it's likely there's going to just continue to be more of these cases that, that come forth. We are still depending on the National Association for a lot of information on that. The state association is working well to try to help us understand what to do. You can plan ahead a little bit, but then you've got to yeah. be prepared for Well, and at the end of the day, as realtors, as a real estate company owner, all that you got to sometimes sort of tamp down the noise and just work. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. here it's like, y'all, it's business as usual with the exception of hearing new conversations and better conversations of how we're going to do things. And I mean, in 1997, I guess, when our MLS went to an internet-based server online, Mm -hmm. the internet was just really becoming a thing. The media, everyone's, oh, real estate, it's going to go to the way of the travel agencies, buying a car and all that stuff. And it's just not true. It's not a one-size-fits-all situation in any transaction, and it helps the cream rise to the top once again. There's a positive that you could look at this is great conversations are being had that probably should have been had more frequently that suddenly we're we're focusing on some of those uh, conversations, particularly for buyer agents and that process and how you sit down. And we need to talk about how realtors are paid. It shouldn't be anything other than that. I tell you, we were in a meeting. We have two or three meetings a week at the Wilson Group, classes, really. And one of my agents brought up something that blew my ever-loving mind when she said, so many of my clients think we get paid a salary. I'm like, what? Who? Th- yeah. I, no, no one thinks that. And then I have to backpedal and remember, oh, I grew up in, an, in a real estate world. Mm-hmm. I thought everyone should be paid by, paid by commission for everything because, you know, you show up harder but that was such news to me. And now I've heard so many people say that, that they thought they think realtors are getting paid a salary and the sale is just your commission, you know, and that was, there's always new information we're learning about yep. how, the, right. how the world sees our industry. Yeah. Most importantly, I think now for agents to sit down and have a buyer presentation, be very clear about how they're getting paid, how the process is going to look on the front end and not in any way say anything other than just how it's going to work out and right. mm-hmm. and how that works. That's important. Realtors do a lot of work. There's some resources that the National Association of Realtors has put together. It's like the 179 things a realtor oh, yeah. does in yeah, the transaction. Yeah, i to all my agents. <laughs> yes, and then, I uh, print it off. Then this week was 109 more that the buyer's agent does. So I sent that out to the, <laughs> to the team on Monday. We want the client to have a great experience and, and an easy experience for them, but there's nothing more important to they need to know you're working you're working hard for them and it doesn't do you any good to kind of hide that and not talk about it in a way that shows your value because there's a lot of value in that realtor everything falls back to communication you know let your client know what you're doing on their behalf and and we want to take the stress out of it for our clients. So I'm not calling sure. my clients every day. Well, guess what I did today? You know, but I, they get a weekly email. Hey, just a quick update on what, you know, what I did for you this week. And I don't make it about me, but, you know, what happened in your in your deal. And they appreciate it. All right. Thanks for the update. Well, we're challenged by that, too. I can relate that to the association. There's often, I'm sure there's members that say, 
well, what does the association do? Just like it can be a challenge to talk about all the things you're doing, because we're doing all these things. It's hard to stop and journal and talk about it all to everyone. You know, that's a challenge for the association. I think we provide a ton of value. I think it's value that we try to open the door and say, engage with us. I promise you will take more out than you put in initially. Mm-hmm. And, and people that do involve themselves always walk away with, wow, I'm, I'm so happy I got involved. But it can be kind of hard to, you know, if somebody's not looking for the information, yeah. it's it's hard to kind of pr- promote it. But I, I, I would suggest if anybody's curious about what it all, engage, find ways to show up, be involved, right. and be present. I've never once found anybody that said, yeah, that was a bad idea. I'm, I'm, I wish I hadn't have done that. Right. In 2014, you succeeded Don Klein, who had been CEO, I think, 17 years prior to that. He was CEO when I was president of Greater Nashville Association of Realtors at that time. And, you know, all these changes were happening in that era as well. And he used to say almost just what you said, but y'all just said a little bit differently. Every day, thousands of planes land perfectly well, take off perfectly well. But, man, when there's a plane wreck, the whole world, and it's just, and that's life in everything until something goes wrong Mm -hmm. and the the media attention and now it's social media attention. It's everything. So y'all just keep taking off and landing every day, Jaron. And we so appreciate all you do because I know it's hard work. Really the credit needs to go to our staff. If I looked at our calls of where calls come into the office and where they go, it's the membership department, it's professional development. They are always there to answer those questions about membership or whatever the details might be that you've changed companies or you you need a, a form to transfer this or real tracks, whatever it is. And then also with professional development, just needing to know where you are with CE, what what are what's this certification all about. There is always someone there prepared to answer that question every day of the week and they answer them on a regular basis. That's two big ones. I mean, we do a number of other things, but that's the, I think about it as the engine. Every day when I walk in, I've got great staff sitting in those particular departments that are just chugging away, just consistently doing this work that's kind of underground. It's not that fancy. It's not that attractive. It's nothing, it's hard to put it in a newsletter or social yeah, media. Right. <laughs> hey, we showed up for it today. <laughs> but it's there. And, uh, and I, and, 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 you know, we we appreciate being able to do that and helping, you know, what ultimately becomes someone getting a transaction and owning a home. So. There you go. All right. Last question. Can you share with me the date of the Awards of Excellence Gala that we put on every year? I need to mark my calendar. <laughs> I can. And I want to check Yay. to make sure. So for those of y'all who don't know what the Awards of Excellence Gala is, that is our big gala, the Realtor yeah. Gala. If you are winning an award for number of sales, dollar volume, and including Realtor involvement, it's it's just one of the funnest Realtor nights and everyone has a blast. And I must say the mm-hmm. Wilson Group Real Estate Services shuts it down year yep. after year after year. My folks, we know how to have a, good, know time. How to have a good time. The, the band is always like, okay, y'all, we're done now. <laughs> I think I've had to kick you out a few I times. I think you I have. Think, no, it's fun. It's fun. You guys do have a great, uh, great time. Everyone has a great time. It's February 24th. And it is at the Grand Hyatt, which we've been at that location for a couple of years now. It's working well for us. And so coming up in December, you will start to see the applications come out. The deadline will be sometime at the beginning of the year. We try to open that up. It's a little bit different than it used to be. It's on online now. 
we're trying to make improvements each year of how easy that is to put in mm-hmm. transactions. And hopefully we're going to have some even more improvements this year, but I don't want to get too ahead of my skis on what we talk about there. But we have some, hopefully some things we're rolling out this year is going to make it even easier for that application process. And, and that member engagement can be even that much better. Well, I always appreciate that event. I know my company, my, all of my folks yeah. here do so. And Jaron, we appreciate you. Thanks for coming in today. Of course. Great fun. Guys, if you have any questions or topics you'd like Heather and I to discuss, feel free to email us, podcast at wilsongrouprealestateservices.com, and we will get it discussed. I hope everyone has a great day. And Jaron Springer, CEO of Greater National Realtors, thank you very, very much. You're very welcome. Okay. See you next time. Call ATA, CPA, and advisors to help you with all of your accounting needs. ATA can help you amplify your business with tax planning, client accounting services, advisory, and assurance services. Contact partner David Hart and the ATA team today at 615-662-2727 or visit atacpa.net to get started. Hey, if you're loving the show, we would be delighted to hear from you. Be sure to go over to your podcast app, scroll down to where it says ratings and reviews, and tell us your thoughts. Your words might just be what the next person needs to tune in and move up in their life. This show is edited by Elizabeth Evans Media. The Wilson Group Property Management Services specializes in managing your properties, including multifamily units and small commercial. We provide two levels of service, full property management, which takes all the stress and hassle off of you, or tenant placement only, where we find the tenant and you, the owner, self-manage. Visit our website today at wilsongrouprealestate.com and click rent to learn more.